Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, myself, Michael Babcock, and Marty Sobo go live in ACB Community to answer your technology questions. How do you join in? Couple of ways. Use Alexa, your computer, or the new ACB Link app to listen to ACB Media 5. You can also join in in Clubhouse or visit acb.community to learn how to join us live in Zoom. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, we'll see you there with your tech questions. Hello, everyone. This is Demasi Thomas, and I'm here to quickly demonstrate how I use Mac GPT uh, to interact with the Chat GPT service. So I'm not going to go through a lot of the application. There's not really a lot there, honestly, to begin with, but I'm really just going to show you the ways that in which I use it. So I will go to some settings just to kind of show you how things are configured on my side. But most of it consists of a keyboard shortcut and typing. So I'm going to start off by uh, have my drafts window open here and that's just so I can copy and paste things in and show you how that looks. I have Mac GPT configured on my end to launch with a shortcut and for me that shortcut is control F11. So I'm going to hit that shortcut and Mac GPT is up. Now I will explore this window and show you what's here so nobody's caught off guard when you're looking at this because there seems to be a lot of stuff that you need to deal with but honestly once you're configured, you're good to go. So you have a couple of options. Uh, first, you have the interface that you actually want to use, whether you're using like a native app interface, which is going to look more like a Mac app with a with an entry field, or if you want to use the web interface. From my current knowledge right now with this app, if you have access to GPT-4 and you have access to the beta plugins or browse feature, you need to switch to the web interface here. So this is how you can do that and still just use this application. So I do switch to the web interface sometimes, but usually I'm in native. So I'm gonna make sure native is selected uh, and that's in a mode radio group. The web interface just looks like a local wrap app around the website. So if you're using chat GPT on the web, you'll be kind of familiar with what the web interface actually looks like. Uh, but I'm in native mode because that's how I normally use it. Copy. Uh, here you have copy, which will copy the input and output. So it's going to copy your query as well as the answer you get back from chat GPT. Uh, just as a warning, if you have a long going back and forth interaction, so you, you submit a query, you get an answer, you submit another query, get another answer, so on and so forth. If you uh, hit copy, it's going to copy that entire conversation. So it's copying the entire conversation, not just the last thing that you did. So if you're looking to start fresh, uh, clear. you can click this button, which is clear. And I'm going to click that now because I have no idea what my last queries were about. Mode, radio group, copy. Uh, so we still have to copy. Gear shape fill. The clear button goes away when there's not anything to clear. You don't have that. There's the gear shape button, which is settings. I will come back to those. Close. There's a close button. Type button, image. Type something to start talking to chat GPT. Scroll area. Edit text. And where you want to get to is where it says edit text. So I'm going to quickly type in a query. All right, so tell me about the podcast Double Tap Canada. And I'm going to VO left arrow. And right now you can hear voiceover kind of making these little, you hear the voiceover sounds. This is indicating that this is still operating, like it's still processing. So what I'm going to do is what I normally do, which is press escape. All right, now I go off and do other things while I let it process its answer. You know, sometimes it comes back really quickly, sometimes not. So I'll just usually go off and do something else, maybe check email or continue on with the task that I was doing uh, before I jumped into chat GPT. 
Uh, I would expect now that it's done. So I'm going to hit control F11 again. All right. My window has come back up. I'm going to jump to the end of the window and then VO left arrow from there because that's for me is the quickest way to get to this list. Send a message. Edit text. List. Now, this list is where it has my query in the answer. So I'm going to interact with this. In list. Double tap. Tell me about the podcast. Double tap Canada. There's my query. Double Tap Canada is a podcast focused on discussing technology and accessibility from a Canadian perspective. The show is hosted by Stephen Scott, Mark Flalo, and Sean Fries, who are all passionate about technology and how it can be made more accessible for people with disabilities. The podcast covers a wide range of topics, including the latest tech news, product reviews, and interviews. And there you see we have all the answers. Now, if I want any section of this, um, in the field of accessibility. The host I can also just VO Shift C to copy the last spoken text by voiceover. If I just wanted to grab, say, that, that first little block where it tells me who the hosts are on the show and what they talk about. If I want the whole conversation, I'll stop interacting. VO left. Hit copy. And now I'm going to tap escape. And I'm back in my drafts window. I'm going to paste in the results. Now, what Mac GPT does whenever you copy text, at least from that interface of Mac GPT, is it's going to, like I said, it's going to have your entire conversation. So here we have one query, one answer. Person with blonde hair. It shows person with blonde hair Tell me about the podcast, and then your query. So as you're navigating through, if you have a longer conversation, a uh, person with blonde hair will always precede your query. Robot face. And robot face will always precede the response from chat GPT. All right. And from here, I could do any number of things with this text. If I needed it for something, if I was writing up a summary, I could, you know, edit around this because I've now pasted this into an editor in Mac OS. Now, I want to bring Mac GPT back up. So control F11. And now I'm going to show you where the shortcut, uh, how you can set this shortcut. Copy. Clear. Gear shape fill. Close. Gear shape fill. So gear shape fill, badly labeled button, but it's a gear, which indicates probably settings. We're going to VO space. Window. Enable Mac GPT. And now I'm in the Mac GPT settings. Now, this is the settings for the entire application. And one thing I'm going to cover in these settings is where uh, I'm now on the inline tab. One thing I want to show you in these settings is also where you put in your uh, API key. So we have general, web, menu bar, global, inline, prompts, and about. So I'm going to start with the portion of the app that I'm using, which is the menu bar app. Menu bar. So I'm going to VO space on menu, menu bar, bar to select that tab. Bar. Open menu bar view. Open menu bar view. Control F11. Content selected. Open menu bar view. And Search there's the shortcut that I set. Menu view width. You can set your shortcut to be what you want it to be. Medium. Menu view width. Uh, the menu view width, I don't Medium. bother with menu any view, view stuff, but menu that is icon. also here if you want to make the window wider to change the way the menu bar icon looks. But those are pretty much the settings that I rely on. Internal. Now, there's one other general. section you want to go to. Web. General. General selected. I believe it's up a general. Show tokens per message. Uncheck, check. Play sound when reply. Right. Show tokens per, show message. Tokens Uncheck, per message. This will show you how many tokens are used for the queries that you submit uh, as the response comes back. It'll show it at the end of the response. That's good if you're trying to keep track of how much queries are costing you or get a rough idea of like how much are the types of queries I do. You know, what What do they tend to cost? Uh, those tokens, you know, convert to a dollar amount or a penny amount, depending on how, how big your queries are. Uh, I had this on briefly just to kind of get a rough idea when I switched over to GPT-4. Uh, I now have turned it off because it's superfluous information and my bill is still well under five bucks a month. So I'm, I'm good. 
Play sound when reply arrives in background. Check. Checkbox. This play sound when reply arrives in background. I have that checked. I don't know if it's checked by default. I've never heard a sound in the background. Uh, so, not sure. Check markdown and code syntax. Check. Checkbox. Always on top. Open AI API key. This is also where you put in your API key. So, uh, you're going to put in your API key here. Reset color. Number dollar. Your bubble color. Show for GPT. SK API model. And you also can pick your API model. So what is it used for the API, which would be the menu bar, the global or the inline options will use this API key. If you are in the menu bar app and you switch to the web view, you can change your model from there as well, just like you would on the website. Again, the web interface, the web view of the menu bar app is pretty much like the website just in this little window. If you have GPT-4 access, you can change that to that here. Or you have 3.5 Turbo, which is the default. Now I'm going to jump over to the global section because I think this is how some people may be interacting with ChatGPT, uh, with MacGPT. And uh, I've tried this interface. It doesn't make sense to me. There's just a blank window. Uh, I do have a shortcut set so I can bring it up. Uh, It's going to use the global Global API API model. You can get to select that there. Now, I'm closing the settings for MacGPT. I'm going to go back to draft. So now I'm going to bring up this global window. So for me, that's option F11. And it pops up a little dialogue and there's an edit box and I could type in a query. Tell me. Hit return. And it's processing. Avatican image. The Double Tap Podcast, also known as Double Tap Canada, is a show focused and on technology. That, you know, has written the Double the Tap Podcast, also known as Double Tap Canada. However, this is just two fields basically. I have to now erase this text and put that in. I actually don't use the global, I use the menu bar. You can access the menu bar using a shortcut. You can set that shortcut as I've shown you in settings for Mac GPT, or you can just go to your menu extras with voiceover or click on your menu bar icon for the Mac GPT application and that will launch that view. I find that to be more useful. I had never actually used the global interface. Uh, the inline part also is can be useful. I found that kind of hit or miss in some applications. So I tend to stick to hitting control F11. Web radio button two of two, and I can pick whether I want native or web. Copy, clear. Hit clear. Copy. Shape. Close. Top button. Type something to scroll area. Edit text. And I just type my type my queries here, and then I get my answers back. That is the way that I am using Mac GPT, and it's what I find to be the most useful. Uh, being able to hit a shortcut, it comes up when I tap escape. I'm back in the application that I was in, so that that keeps my workflow kind of clean and smooth. And as well, I just find that interface a little bit more useful. Hope this was helpful and made sense to those of you that are exploring with ChatGPT.